Thanks for joining us, everyone. This is Rumple and Frog, and we are currently actively working on our stockings. Stocking along. And we hope you are too, whatever fiber crafty form you're working in. Super fun. So, I'm so excited. As a reminder, what stocking are you working on, Amy? So I am working on the Knit Picks collection, Mary Knitmas. Mm -hmm. And in this collection, there are two stockings just simply called holiday stockings. Very suitably named. Suitably named. I can <laughs> show you this picture again of the cover. It's the one, uh, there are three on this cover, but it's the two outside ones. Yes. Yeah. So they're in really classic Scandinavian colors we have navy and a nice merlot and a natural and Very one of cute. them has a snowflake motif kind of like the eight leaf rose mm -hmm. and then the other one has a reindeer motif so i'm going to start with those the reindeer, reindeer. Yeah. yeah i'm going to start with the reindeer for my daughter and then if they go as quickly as they might because these are on size nines awesome and, and pretty uh bulky wool here then i might go tandem and do uh both Ooh, la, la. yeah we'll All see right. we'll see <laughs> i have to take that with a grain of salt because i haven't finished my halloween cowl it's okay i and mean it's almost halloween so my halloween is... will be burning the next couple nights trying to finish that <laughs> we do you have a few days i do i do um, i think i can do it are you are you going to share with us your progress on that later yeah okay yeah. good the halloween Excellent. cow yes yeah, i forgot yeah. to bring it up so i can show you but uh i can run downstairs it's okay uh, you're so difficult i am i'm difficult and unprepared today <laughs> no it's all good you're all good so remind me what stocking you're doing again i am making olives christmas stocking mm. uh, there's the little picture it from so knitting cute. for olive but i'm making a slight modification to make it look like a fox versus the intended deer, which that modification is going to be pretty simple. Nothing yeah. crazy. Um, and uh, sorry, I'm flipping through the pages to go back to the chart. Sure. Um, I have cast it on and I'm on like my third row. I see that. Yep. So the leg is worked flat to begin with and then joined in the round later. Hmm. So right now I'm just working back and forth in a solid color. And I will – let me look at this chart. On row 15, I will introduce my second color for the so eye patterning. Um, so – and this one – is fold, which means after I finish knitting it and seaming it up and all that jazz, it will go through my washing machine and dryer and be shrunken intentionally. Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling good about it. I think this is a very, I'm going to say easy knit if you can knit and purl. Uh, there's very minimal color work. I'm going to be doing it in Tarja, but the uh, pattern is written to do it in Stranded. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do intarsia since it's worked back and forth anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, since you're starting um, flat, you might as well. Yeah. And I think if it wasn't it, intarsia, I probably would have actually modified it anyway. Mm-hmm. Because I would prefer not to carry floats across when I'm going to be shrinking this little yeah. critter stocking. Because I just, I don't need to. Yeah. Use those. I don't need those floats in my way. No, so, you yeah. don't. Um, Fun. Yeah. Awesome. And I hope those of you listening, if you haven't started, I hope you do. And I really, we would love to hear from you, whether it's through Instagram or Ravelry, or if you want to leave us a voice message, we would love to hear from you what you're working on and if you have joined us in our stocking along, let us know. Super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to know too, if anyone took us up on any of that inspiration we provided with all the different fiber crafts of different stocking things. So if you're just joining us for the first time on this idea, now you can visit the show notes from our rollout of the stocking along mm-hmm. where Rumple pulled together like some 14, 15 different projects and all different fiber art media, everything from you know, latch hooking to crochet, crochet. Yeah. Felting. felting. It It was all there. All kinds of different things. So, um, that's a good point for anyone who hasn't, if this is your first time joining us, or if you missed that episode, um, frog and I are both knitting, but you don't have to knit in order to participate. Um, and as we say, the rules are there's really no rules. <laughs> so <laughs> That's my favorite rule. uh, check out that episode, uh, which was episode 15. It's a stocking along or check out the show notes or do both or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or just pick up some woolly goodness and start making a stocking. Like just pull it out of your brain and get going kind of awesome. thing. <laughs> Yay. But, um, yeah. And I'll just share real quick. In case anybody's wondering, um, throughout the stocking along, we'll be sharing our progress um, in November on the 11th and the 25th. We'll share where we're at with our stockings. And then in December, on December 9th, we're planning to bind off. Mm-hmm. And then on the 16th, we will have finished our stockings and shared them and we will be celebrating. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is just our guide for us. So feel free to modify to suit your needs. No big deal. fun. Yeah. So fun. So I'm going to ask you to please share what -hmm. you're wearing. Oh, I was thinking the same, <laughs> Rumple. We both are rocking really awesome circular yoke sweaters today. Ooh la la, we very fancy. It's Handmade Monday. Ooh, um, yes. yes, I am wearing a top-down circular yoke sweater. Let me pitch my camera a little bit. It's so happy. Hey, they it. are happy colors. I'm excited by this. Ooh. This was my first uh, quarantine to completion project. Mm-hmm. I started it when things really shut down in March and had it done in April. So it was really what I focused on nice. in the beginning. Yeah. It's a fun one. So it's a mock turtleneck, mock rib turtleneck. And, mm-hmm. um, and then it has sort of a low circular motif over the mm-hmm. biceps and chest in a chevron pattern. Yeah. And it's by Paula Pereira and it was in Vogue knitting mag the winter of 
1718. 1718? 1718. 1718. Yeah. So it's a bit older now. Oh, 2017, 2018. Yes. So you said 1718. And I was like, Amy, that magazine doesn't go back that far. Oh, <laughs> 2017, 2018. A little slow yeah. sometimes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And actually that's a back issue uh, worth finding because as you know, circular yoke sweaters will never go out of knitting style Mm-mm. and people are getting super creative with like making the mod, you know, finding more yeah. modern motifs as opposed to some of the traditional sort of Icelandic lopi or even yeah. Norwegian motifs. Scandinavian type motifs. So that whole um, issue I remember was all about circular yokes. Cool. There were like six or seven really graphic, big color pop geometric looking things like this one. Vogue, the trendsetters. I guess they knew. They knew. Yeah. (laughs) But this one is in uh, one of my all time favorite workhorses, Cascade 220. Mm hmm. The regular, the non-superwash, because I wanted it kind of grabby for my straight yes. color work. And can I just say like one little steam and it just goes from what seems a little toothy and uh, to just like amazing. Butter. Yeah. And I think I would be disappointed in superwash because it would have dripped out a little, you know? Yeah. It would have grown um, yeah. or altered a little bit, which that can be managed but I, I mean, it. I'm, I'm a natural wool preferer. Yes, <laughs> that is your preference. Uh, yes, I prefer untreated. Well, I like when it's dyed. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But um, wool in the raw, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. there is this great. I will have to look it up. Um, Re- there's this great pattern recipe or collection of recipes for knitting a yoke sweater in the round, or I think it's also got a version for cardigan style. Ooh. But anyway, but Tin Can Knits has, I think it's called Strange Brew. That sounds And familiar. I purchased the recipe pattern thingy and I have yet to design and make the sweater with this recipe thingy, but mm-hmm. I am like itching to do that. I just frankly don't have time right now to focus yeah. on that. I've got too many other things. So I'm hoping, I think that's, that's going to be something probably in the new year that I will try to sit down and focus with. Cause I want to do, do my own, yoke patterning designs like Mm -hmm. they have templates that you can pull from and mix and match Mm -hmm. it's really interesting it's kind of like a choose your own adventure but hey we worked out the math for you and you can plug and play or make your own within these little grids if you want um so instead of like starting from total scratch you kind of have this really well organized well planned laid out for you template that yeah. you just plug in. I want A, B, and C and yippity D, D, D. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> she writes a great pattern like that. I This summer, do you remember I did that mount? It was called the Mountain Mist 
yeah yolk, and it had those peaks yeah peaks, and then I used that hand dyed yarn and I was whining yes. and it didn't pop enough blah blah and blah. I think you were crazy but yes <laughs> <laughs> um but that pattern I think that's why so many of the tin can knits patterns come in family sizing which is amazing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so there's usually baby, toddler, kid, yeah. right, grown-up, um, all different chest circumferences. So I think she's using that recipe to adjust the math right there yeah. um, on the page for you. So it's a really robust, like, multi-page pattern because there's so oh, yeah. many ways you can make it. But that's cool. You know, yeah. like, the fact that that sweater I made, I could make it again in baby or in a man size. I yeah. Think it's great. It's, so she does a nice job. I can, I want to try it with you. We should do a wicked uh, good value. Yeah. I'll, yeah. um, I printed it out and I hole punched it and put it in like a, not a binder, but those folder binder things. Yes. You're you like, this is a keeper. Cause I will reuse it for yeah. so many. And that's the other great thing about that particular pattern collection I guess is or template it's also written for multiple weights of yarn not mm -hmm. just different body sizes but also mm -hmm. multiple weights of yarn it's awesome. like pff, so good yeah so smart and I love yeah. it that is really and cool. like really really incredible value because I mean like you were saying you can make multiple items from this one set of instructions yeah um that are you could just keep repeating the same thing or, I mean, I'm not going to do that, but I'll make all different kinds of sweaters. I could yeah. make a sweater for everyone yep. in the whole wide world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember being really happy with the fit of that sweater too, that mountain mist one. So yeah. I can see definitely using it again. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to, in the new year, plan a sweater along. That would be super fun. Or a strange brew along. And maybe every time we work on it together, we have something strange to drink. Ooh, like a different <laughs> microbrew or something. That would something be fun. Fantastic. Like oh, I that. love it. Mm. Awesome. I like this. This is a good plan. A double strange brew. How's that? Super fun. Yes, <laughs> I like it. So I'm cruising oh. through my two by two ribbing here. That's good. How how wide is the band or tall is the band? I Not very say. tall, probably about two inches. Oh, okay. Less. Yeah. Yeah. It gets right into it. And then the reindeer or snowflake motif is right at the top. It's like a cuff motif. Yeah. Yep. And then the leg of the stocking has what she's calling the speckle pattern, Ooh. which is just kind of like a lice motif, you know? Yeah. Little dots. Little dots. Um, and that's it. And then the heel and toe are in a contrast color. The heel Excellent. is, I think, I think it's knit flat. And then picked up the heel flap. Okay. Yep. And then the toe, because it's not a sock that's going to chafe in an actual shoe. <laughs> um, it's done with a star closure, not unlike what you would do at the top of a hat. Okay. Um, with the decreases coming in. Oh, yep. I see. Yeah. So it's kind of caricature, cartoony looking yeah. compared to a real sock, but it's much more accommodating for actual putting goodies in. Oh, interesting. Yes, I hadn't yeah. considered that. Yeah, because in an actual stocking, you have like the Narrow. instep and then the top yeah. and the bottom. But this is to hold yummies and goodies. Not feet. Not feet. <laughs> and I don't need to worry about any um, 
you know, <laughs> decreased lines chafing the bottom <laughs> of my foot because I'm not going to walk around in these. I don't think. I don't know. Well, it depends on what happens on New Year's Eve. I can hmm. hit the eggnog and go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely need to make two then so you yeah. can be so I can do it just one style. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh so gosh. this is a fun, I think this would be a good, um, this would be a fun pattern for a knitter who is a little intimidated by socks and yeah. just need to get past the heel. And these don't have to fit anyone. Exactly. I so think all stockings are good. Low pressure. Yeah. And you only have to make one. Yes. So no sockitis. To, no sockitis. No second sock syndrome. <laughs> Which by the way, reminds me, you're probably wondering about that. Yeah. Have you finished the toe? No. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I hope you love me anyway. I know I've disappointed you. (laughs) It won't change my feelings for you, but (laughs) I think you have like an inch of knitting left that decreases. It's ridiculous. Oh my. I don't know why it feels so hard. I'll, is there something attached mentally to that sock that is just holding you back? What is, know. what's what going is, on? Let's dive deep. holding my back? Where's that yarn from? <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Oh. Yarn. I got it down on the shoreline at a place called The Knit. Yeah. And I mean, it's super fun. Yeah, it's really fun. She's a little indie dyer. I'm trying to remember her name right now. I remember the colorway. It was called True Blood. Uh, all did the you different- watch True Blood? Yeah. Uh, watch so good. Um, oh, watch it all. Because <laughs> <laughs> all of the... The yarns in that colorway were all named after TV shows. I remember Okay. That. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. It was really fun. Very cool. Yeah. No, I didn't finish it. All right. I mean. I will. I will. Maybe it's a New Year's resolution. I think. Before you start a strange brew, finish the strange sack. <laughs> yeah. The nearly estranged stock sack. Ridiculous. It's oh, ridiculous. my gosh. And it's in. Remember, this is in DK weight, too. So it's not even like, this is like a 45 minutes of my life. <laughs> it's like 10 rows and you're done. Yeah. Is it a Kitchener toe or is it, how yeah. is it? Okay. Just, I know. Just zip it off of there. I need to do it. I need to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or you could make a toeless sock. On one side? Sure. Why not? <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know. <laughs> then I could say it was done. Exactly. I mean, oh my goodness. just wear it over another sock. Or if maybe your toes are too hot, <laughs> I mean, just lap off the toe on the other sock. And That's right. You'll have a pair of toeless somethings. socks. Instead of toe socks, toeless. Toeless, exactly. You could start a whole new trend. They oh could be for goodness. yoga. I mean. That's right. It's fine. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, right. my gosh. I'm unknitting so, now. I've messed something uh-oh. up. Uh-oh. What'd you do? I got it. All right. So I have to say I have been enjoying the Cowloween updates on Instagram. Good. I'm glad. And how has that been going for you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. I enjoy it. The the surprises are super fun. Um, That needle gauge was... Super oh my god! Great. I'm gonna hold it up one more time just because it's the best. Oh my gosh! It's a coffin with spider it's... webs and yarn, and it says "tink tink or treat." 
Tink or treat? So you oh. listeners, if you, I'm sure you've heard, but in, just in case you haven't, Tink is the word knit backwards. And that's the knitters slang that we use when you're unknitting a stitch or two, because you've made a mistake, not quite ripping out, not quite the frogged princess, um, <laughs> but not, so not quite frogging, but yeah, just a just little a back. couple, like I just was doing, cause I messed up my ribbing. I had to go back a little bit. So I was tinking as it were, but yeah. So yeah. the coffin says tinker treat. It is so cute. And it it's, looks like it's wood. Is that correct? Yeah. correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lo- it's, which I it's love like that. Really chunky and like hefty. Yeah. That's yeah. not going anywhere. No, it's really cool. Yeah. And then, um, and Noel was noticing the sizing cause I was just so excited about it. I didn't even pay that much <laughs> attention, but like. <laughs> You would think I would be paying closer attention, but it goes from the needle gauges from zeros all the way up to 17. So that's Which is two, really good. Yeah. Two millimeters all the way up to 12. I mean, that really is generous. Yeah. It's cool. I'm trying to think like, where's like my... on a standard knit check. How high does it go? Maybe Hang on. A... I'm going to look because I have mine right here. Hang on a second. So my Susan Bates knit check goes from uh, US zero to a 16. But so that's similar. Yeah. Although I miss However, the mine goes 13, 15, 17 on this particular notion from Jimmy Beans. Well, and now that I'm saying that, I'm like, I don't think there is a US 16. Yeah. What is that? Uh, I don't know. Um, if you out there know about this, well, please chime in. Otherwise, I'm going to be probably 11 millimeters. Yeah. But I don't think there's a US 16. I don't no, know why it's on here. It's I've never paid attention to that. Uh, but I mean, I use my knit check a lot, but I have to say it does get bent. It does. Sometimes. And it's not exciting. (laughs) No, the knit check that we all use so often, that is probably the handiest tool. It's functional. It's functional, but it does its job. Knitting notions it could no. be awesome. why isn't it in a clear acrylic like a quilter's grid ruler like why isn't there one printed on a clear ruler like that there probably is but it's not this one <laughs> i know but and that's the one everyone yours. uses well it's probably so this is probably extremely economical mm-hmm. it's just stamped out i imagine with like a like thing that gets printed on here pretty easily Mm-hmm. So it's probably fast and easy to make, hence it's inexpensive. Yeah. Uh, and it's I metal. Know. So even if it does bend, it's not breaking. I'll give you that. Like, yeah, I've bent these not intentionally. Right. But like, you know, put them in a bag and, you know, stuff happens. But it just bends back. But I, I've always liked so. the way the row gauge and the um, the horizontal stitch gauge and the row gauge are on a 90 degree angle Whoops. like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an extremely well-designed functioning tool. Mm-hmm. There's, like, nothing wrong with it. No. I'm just poo-pooing the lackluster. Well, because, because we're, we're just seeing this. Now. We're spoiled in yeah. our modern age of yeah. knitting and crochet. Yeah. And I want all the tools to be super fresh (laughs) (laughs) like there's a high standard i think now and i want above and beyond people 
We need to design our own Rumple and the Frog knit check then. Oh my gosh. You know, in the makerspace at my school, we have a laser cutter, a 3D printer. What? We could design one. Laser cutter? What does it cut? Any material or is it limited? Mostly, mostly like this kind of stuff. Wood. Well, I would prefer a wood one. Um, All right. I'm going to learn how to use that thing. I don't know that I've ever used a laser cutter. I've used a plasma cutter. Cool. That is cool. It cuts through metal like a knife cutting through bread. It's wow. insane. And that's like thick gauge metal. Mm-hmm. And it just goes blue with a beam of laser light. <laughs> wow. That sounds intense. Uh, it kind of is. You have to wear special goggles and I bet special coats and stuff. It's fun. Fun stuff. I haven't done that in a long time. That's fun. Oh, so aside from Halloween mm-hmm. knitting and now stocking knitting, what else yes. have you been up to with your crafty making time? <laughs> I have been chasing down some works in progress, which I'll talk about probably next time we do a long episode. Yeah. And I went back to dyeing recently too. <gasps> yes. Yeah. So I was kind of in a mood for some gradient dyeing. Mm -hmm. So I did some Wool of the Andes sport that I showed you. Yeah. um, Yeah. In Shades of Magenta. And I did a phone a friend call and you helped me with a couple of decisions (laughs) about whether to re-dip or to get a different hue. What? I don't remember what you ended up doing. Or did I ask you what you ended like? What was the final choice you went with for? I just sent it back in. I just okay. did another dip. It yep. took it. I wasn't sure it, it could take it any deeper. Yeah, it already had, but it but did. It, but it did. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. Because it was non-superwash wool, so I wasn't sure. That was the first time I had dyed um, non-superwash, and I was okay. really pleased with the results. Yay! Yeah, that's good. And I like the sort of not total saturation that it sometimes. The way it doesn't suck it up like Superwash does, I kind of like yeah. the look. It almost is, I don't know, it's a little bit more, has more interest. Yeah. it's The color has a little bit layered, more interest. maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I'm happy with that. And so I'm working on some, maybe some blanket ideas for that. Yes. Yes. So you have an awesome sweater on that you wear often. I wear this one the most. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, this is a modified version of Tecumseh by Caitlin Hunter uh, of Boylan Networks. I believe that's correct. I think so. And it has the this what I see as like a feather like mm-hmm. patterning. And then right close to the neckline, I modified this. Well, okay. I also added those little tiny boops yep. right there. But in her original design, these are like little really thick T's or crosses, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not a cross. It, it's like an X on its side. Yeah. Like a plus sign. There we yeah. go. A plus sign. Um, and I just wanted something less rigid, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a little more organic. Yeah. So I just created this 
alternate design, which I repeat now. So in her original design, this patterning repeats down the body. I only have it on the neckline and then yep. I do it on the sleeve. Yeah. That's once. fun. The way you did that there. Yeah. Um, right at the elbow I, join. That's so fun. And my sleeves are longer than the design sleeves. Mm -hmm. I think they're a little shorter than this. Um, I originally did have it shorter, but decided I liked longer sleeves. Mm -hmm. So I ripped, well, I didn't, I just ripped out the ribbing yeah, and put going. it back on my needles and extended them. Awesome. Um, and this is in the Patagonia. Yes. Which uh, you love. I do love it. And just like with what you were saying with the cascade, um, when you pick up Patagonia on knit unwashed in the skein or the hank um it has a crunch to it i don't think it's rough but i know lots of other people who would define it as scratchy or rough um but you wash it and it softens beautifully mm -hmm. and i'm i'm finding it just keeps getting softer and it blooms really nicely um nice. So for color work, that's particularly nice. Well, for me, I like, at least in this way, it's not like my edges aren't necessarily super, super crisp. Like they kind of fill out yeah, and they mm -hmm. kind of soften a little. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, but oh, yeah, my. but other than, uh, the stocking. I haven't had much time for knitting because yeah. I've been making Stella's Halloween costume. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've decided I'm an officially cuckoo bananas person. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we decided not to participate in trick-or-treating this year. And mm -hmm. we're staying home having a Halloween movie marathon. Awesome. Baking Halloween shaped cookies that we will then decorate. Perfect. In festive ways. And uh, I don't know, we're just hanging out at home. So, but Stella's still dressing up. Right. And, you know, I was like, what do you want to be for Halloween this year? I want to be a dragon. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I don't have time to knit that, but I bet I could do make that some other way. Mm -hmm. So I am hand sewing a dragon mask out of felt and I am a hundred percent insane because this thing is not done yet and I haven't made the wings. I haven't made a tail that she desperately also wants, which I have told her now that may not happen. You'll get wings and a mask at least. Right. I don't know that I'm getting a tail done. And if she listens to this before Halloween, sorry, Stella. <laughs> I can only do so much. Well, you're also the layering oh. that you're doing in that mask because I saw it on Instagram. I'll have here. It's I brought almost it up like to show armadillo. you. Are you ready? Like, I, it's amazing. Hang on. Wait, are you ready for this? Oh, I you brought put it, it up. on? Well, it doesn't stay on because it's not, it doesn't even have a strap yet. Well, that's easier. Right. Ready for this? I'm ready. There's a needle in it, so I have to be careful. I don't stab myself. Good plan. All right. Whoa. 
It's so cool. I put nostrils on it finally. I love it. And then, you know, Stella loves glitter. So I bedazzled the crap out of it. It's amazing. So I just have to finish yep. the red sequins across here and the little flames because she wanted to be a very specific dragon, a of fire dragon. Well, good for her. Didn't she Those are the thoughts? flames. But That's amazing. I think I'll finish it by tomorrow and then I have to make some wings. Those I'll do on the sewing machine though. So those yeah. will take like five minutes. Yeah. That's awesome. And then we'll see if I have enough material to make uh, a tail. A tail. Because that I could do on the sewing machine too. Awesome. Pretty quick and easy. I was thinking the other day that I missed my sewing machine. I have not had the kind of desk space and life space for it. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get back to it. I whenever I sew, I'm so happy. Then you should be doing that more. I should. I think over I have um some fabric already cut and some hardware and some stuff for this little just tote bag that would be great for knitters it has lots of outside Ooh. pockets and um big generous tote you can put big cakes of yarn in there uh it's, and that it's the cutest good. like maker pattern too it's yeah. like a, the fabric is like printed with little sewing machines and i think they're if i'm not mistaken i haven't looked at it in a long time but they're constellations that are like fake <gasps> constellations that are made to look like sewing machines and things. That is so cool. Oh my yeah. gosh. So I, I need to do it. It's the simplest thing. It's like, it's going to take like a day. I just got to do it. So I, that's one of my Whip goals for the holiday breaks this year. That is a good one. To Once I can get my online teaching life off my counter height cutting table and everything else, <laughs> like, it's like my life is covered in all of that. Oh, I need to get yeah. to that sewing. Yeah. I think it'll fill my soul to do a little sewing. Yay. It's been too fill, long. Fill it up. Yeah. Fill Keep it up. Keep it full. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I got to tell you before we end this evening that right yeah. now I am testing my Indian Lake Artisan hexagonal Ooh. needles. Oh my gosh. You've made, you've made like inches of progress already. All right. So Let me see. what do you, those look beautiful. They are What really do you think great. about them? I think they're awesome. I will tell you this, this sucker right here pointy that looks pretty pointy it's so sharp and are those wood yep these are maple gorgeous i can't believe how sharp that is it's almost like a pencil point like i'm a little nervous i could break it but well I'm just resharpen it with a pencil sharpener <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> oh don't do that <laughs> i can't believe how sharp they are i mean these are nines it's unbelievable i mean good they're great yeah yeah don't these are so them. cool i will not okay um <laughs> these are awesome so they are hexagonal needle tips on a 16 inch cord super mm -hmm. flexible the join is smooth and i can't remember exactly what where they get this but the steel for the join yeah. i think is like has a real michigan feel uh, like a recycled steel feel to it from Ooh. previous industries in michigan if i'm not mistaking that or at least at the very that least i know neat. it's michigan made okay so Michigan wood, Michigan's that's very cool. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. So and they're she, fixed, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So she got them right out to me. I was like, that's I really awesome. want to use them. They're great. They're really cool. I cannot believe. So I will be curious to hear if you want to even try this. If you knit, you said those are a nine. Mm -hmm. If your gauge is significantly different on hexagonal nine. Mm -hmm. wooden needles versus in the wrap. Do you have regular I do. lines? 
See, who I wants might, to do an experiment? <laughs> I was thinking I might do the second. So if I make it to the second <gasps> stocking, yes. I'll, or if I try to do the cuff of one, the cuff of the other, I'll use my other nines, which yes. are Lighters, Pride, Dreams, Wooden Nines. As close a gal as after my own heart. And we'll do a little experiment. <laughs> yeah, but I'm so pleased with how sharp these are. They look um, like I'm surprised. That's that's a really, really nice point on there. Yeah, they're great. And they're like um, they're hand waxed, too, with beeswax are very slippy. So Ooh, they're great. Interesting. Yeah. So they do everything is customizable. So when you choose your not necessarily the tip length, depending okay. on the some of them are and some of them aren't, depending on whether you're doing 16 inch or longer. OK, but you choose the gauge, obviously, the length mm -hmm. of cord, and then you choose maple, walnut, or cherry. That's so nice. Depending on what level of friction you want, really. Yeah. yeah. So I asked for the maple because I wanted the, the most slip for this one. Beautiful. That's what I was in the mood for. Get and they, it's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> and they're really beautiful. I mean, I love the, I love wooden, I like wooden things. Me too organic things are great yes so yeah. those i just think as a tool there's a tool where simplicity is beautiful mm -hmm. and it doesn't need any more it doesn't like but it's cool i like gorgeous. that you know this tip is so sharp and then with all these extra angles it's super super quick to just get right in there to insert you know oh i hadn't yeah. even thought about that part of it <gasps> yeah so have you ever tried like the cube <sighs> cube ones I, yes i've worked with yeah. the cube ones before so the idea is like it's a little yeah. easier on your hands because there's more angles to hold it in your hand okay because actually holding something round is a little it's going to roll yeah but holding something with angles is a little more natural for your hand interesting and then because the yarn is wrapped around more angles that there's going to be negative space to insert the needle tip pretty easily See, that's really interesting. I wonder people who knit really tightly, if they would benefit from a knitting needle like this, because maybe, I don't really know, but maybe if you are a tight knitter, even if you go up a needle size or whatever to help with that, maybe with that space, yeah, <laughs> you would have more ease of yeah. working in those really tight stitches if you're having a difficult time loosening up. Definitely. I think especially even a new knitter, right, who's might be, you know, really tight or feeling a little anxious, nervous knitter yeah. sometimes. Um, or maybe a strategy could be, you know, for example, in a top down sweater like this, you might go up a gauge in the color work mm -hmm. area so that you right. don't get to pull it and a draw in. Maybe yeah. you could switch to cubics or this hexagonal yeah. at that point and it could alleviate that whole problem. This is a fascinating thing. I, These are the things. The we right have to do for some, the job, you know? We have to do some experimenting yeah. here. Yeah. I so love it. These are great. I'm so happy with them. They're Yay. worth every penny. And I can't say enough about Pam and and Mark. It's pretty cool. These two people Aww. just, I don't know if they just go into the garage and make this or what. But <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think it's kind of like that. I think this is a two-person company of, of artisan work. So that is awesome. We'll have to reach out to them about perhaps one day an interview with them. Wouldn't that, that be cool? That could be fun. Because so it would be I would love to hear about their thought process and I'm sure a lot of this stuff is on their website. To be honest, I haven't read through the website, so I don't know, but, um, to hear it straight from the makers themselves, it's yeah. such an interesting 
thing to be able to hear these stories from yeah. the people who created these awesome things. Very so, cool. I love it. Awesome. Well, Rumpel, do you have anything else you want to add? Just one tiny little reminder before we go. Um, Sunday, November first. Mm. Oh my gosh, is... I can't believe I had to remind myself to ask you that. Oh, do not <laughs> worry, I won't forget. Um, knitting with sheep yes. at the Hillstead <laughs> in Farmington, Connecticut, and you do need to pre-register and get your free ticket online. Um, we've linked to this in other episodes, but I'll link to it somewhere in our show notes again. Uh, do you have anything you want to add? Um, 12 PM to 2 PM for that. Oh, thank right? you. <laughs> that's yes, okay. That's right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Bobby and Ann, our shepherds up at the Hillstead say to park up by the museum mm-hmm. and just, it's just about, you know, a three minute walk down the lane, maybe less two minute walk, beautiful walk down to the sheep pasture from the parking lot. So just be advised that there's a little bit of walking between the parking lot. But it's not, it's not a hard walk by any means. No, it's It's all paved. Yeah. Yeah. And I would imagine you want to bring one of those great little carry chairs you can bring with you so you can set yourself up. Good point. Our buddies in the pasture. And you will very likely I hear and I am 100% expecting it at this point, get to pet <laughs> the sheep. So I, fun. I'm like, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. They have all Shetland sheep up there. Oh. Um, those sheep are all fiber sheep. They're, They're beautiful, so beautiful, natural colors. Yeah. Yes. All kinds of charcoals and creams and caramels. Oh, They're a yeah. beautiful, natural rainbow. It's so yeah. nice. Yeah. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Yay. Yay. And I'm going to bring my stocking. I'm going to be working on it up there. I will probably be bringing my stocking as well. Awesome. Cheers well, I to can't stocking wait to along. There. That'll be fun for us to have a little sit in it in person too. For, I know. For you and me, that's been a while. Yeah. But, but this I'm is good too. To it. Yes. This is better than not. <laughs> yes. It's not better anything. Than not. Yeah. So this is good. Thanks be to Zoom. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. But I think that's it for for us this time. Yeah. So in our next full episode, we'll do a debrief of our knitting with sheep. And, <laughs> let's, and let's dig into those works in progress. We got to get into yeah. that. Yeah. yeah I know I you've it. got like a pile under that chair there that I can't see. <sighs> yeah. Maybe. Especially yeah. if you add up the non-knitting things. Yeah. So fun. Yep. So let's do that. And, and I think maybe it might be fun too, for our fall knitting works in progress to maybe do a little crystal balling too. Um, so not so much foraging, but like the kind of pattern I'm this person, I don't know if you're this way. Um, but I go ahead and like, I like to support the designers and even if I never make it, I do love owning the pattern and having it in my library. (laughs) So I, I tend to buy them even if I, have no intention to make them soon or if I don't have them supplied. Yeah. Um, I will do the same thing. Yeah. But I will always, my intention is always that I will make it. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. 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 
So I think uh, instead of sort of a foraging, I bet I have a lot of cool winter. Ooh, I like this crystal idea. ball things that uh, snow globe we can call them. <gasps> <laughs> You're the best. You're so good at this. Oh my yeah. gosh! Maybe I love we can it. snow globe it. The kinds of yes. wintry projects we who knows if we'll get to them, but we were compelled to to purchase yes. those because they're great. Oh, I love that. Sound That's good? Perfect. Is yes. somebody writing this down? <laughs> no, but. I'll throw it in the show notes so we don't forget. All right. Oh, yeah. We've got it recorded. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) This is going to stay forever. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. right. Well, cool. Well, it was nice chatting with you, Noelle. I love this so much. I hope you have a great week of knitting. And I'll see you. I will after I finish sewing. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I got to do Halloween. I got to knit my Halloween. Then get to summer. One holiday. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Amy. I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.